Hey, good morning, my friends. What a beautiful Monday morning. 75 degrees and sunny. Coming down off the ridge here. Got a fucking about 10,000 containers with me, as always. Big basket of freshly uh, done laundry for the office. Got my fucking bowl of oatmeal, oatmeal raisin date with some sliced up bananas in that. That's rocking precariously in my passenger seat. Should have buckled them in. And of course I have a gigantic bottle of water and a sizable coffee. A coffee that, mind you, is going to be so hot in this Disney, uh, seasonal Disney cup. Is it a fucking Yeti cup or what? I won't be able to bring it to my lips until at least 11 o'clock. So I got my containers and I got my laundry. And I got in a nice shower. I go full schedule this morning. Get there half hour ahead of time, get things rolling, today is the first day of school, back for many of the school districts, many teachers, of course most of them are not going for face-to-face instruction, instead they'll be Uh, Starting in-services and things like that. Uh, My wife in particular, she's doing that all day today. She'll have some trainings. My kids don't go back until September. Another week. Another week or so. As we begin the effort to try to figure out what it's going to take to educate our children remotely during a viral pandemic. So, someone said to me the other day about this very thing, the return to school, said, well, gotta start on Monday. It's one day closer to the end of the year. And I thought, how typical it is, first of all, for human beings to be of that opinion, to be of that mindset. Like, it's one day closer to this whole thing being over, right? That's the way we operate. We do something that we don't want to do. Like, when I was in the core, that was a big thing. You'd have a tally of the number of days that you were serving. Almost like an inmate would have the tally of the days that would remain in their sentence. Marines are like, yep, got 120 days in a wake-up, which would mean you got 121 days to wake up. You weren't even going to count because that just involved you rolling out of the rack, grabbing your shit, and walking off base forever. So teachers, similarly, they are waiting... um, looking for, longing for the end of the year in June 
what however long it takes. Usually around around uh, May or June, that happens. Things start winding down. You got a month where the students probably don't get much learning in at all. They're just preparing for their time off, right? But people are taking tests and so on and so forth. And let's see. Uh, postal workers are probably waiting, counting the days until the uh, holidays are over because then their mail will slow down. And tax professionals, CPAs and such, they're counting the days, they're looking forward, they're already living in the future for when their season is over, their busy time. Because it's painful to work that hard, you know, I guess, I mean, it's, these are very difficult tasks we're talking about. So I just thought that the psychology of that, you know, one day closer to the end of the year, the sooner I start, the sooner I finish, sort of thing. Well, I was putting off painting this fence, but I figured this the sooner I started, the sooner it's over. Right? When there's things, tasks that you don't, you'd rather not do. Everybody's got their equivalent of this. But these are some extreme examples, like but that, you know, yeah. It it sucks that we have to be like that. And that one day closer to the end of the year. I mean, everybody enjoys their time off. But interestingly, we only enjoy that time off. We especially enjoy it when we've had some time on. Like, that's the value of a schedule, of a routine. You know, you start Monday, and Monday sucks. And there's like this continuum. I've seen images of it, of memes about it. Monday, this is my mood, you're like, ugh, and Tuesday, you're like, uh Wednesday, you're like, eh, Thursday, you're like, all right, and Friday, boom, you're freaking, you're out because of that five-day work week, you know, Friday, you get to freaking chill out over the weekend, and I gotta say, I always used to, uh, I guess it's a point of pride, Say, I love what I do. I love my jobs. I lo- and I do. But driving in for my, you know, after a weekend off and not dealing with people, driving in to, uh, to serve a bunch of folks, I can feel the Monday on them too, you know. <clears throat> but at least they're coming in to see me to feel good. So it's typically a positive interaction. Um... I was talking about that the other day, but the reality of of the work that we do. I was talking to one of my staff members. It's like, yeah, well, there's some crazy people around, or some real characters, but consider this. Well, actually, what it was is there was a woman that came in not too long ago, and she was just miserable. I mean, like she was out in the car, like who are you, like, you're, I'm a Dr. O, man, I, like, I know I'm not dressing in a freaking white coat with a, you know, stethoscope around my neck, but you didn't look up me online, you didn't see the doctor that's going to be working on me, so, this woman comes in, and she's just ranting and raving and shit, 
I thought this was going to be really difficult. But after, I, you know, she's like, I'm going to work. I'm going to let you work on, on me so, and then my daughter because this is her first time that I went to this other doctor and he sucks and they suck and everyone sucks and I hope that you have this. and blah, blah, blah. So I let my hands do the communication and she seemed to really enjoy the adjustment and the time spent with her. And the next thing you know, she's smiling, we're laughing and carrying on. And what seemed like, it was almost like plucking of the thorn from the lion's paw. All of a sudden, she let her guard down. She's like, okay, good people here. I enjoy this. Yeah, but she worked in a clinical setting elsewhere, like in a primary care setting. And she just seemed like, I'm thinking about this why is she so angry? Maybe it's because she deals with people that are in pain all the time, like really, really hurting sick people. Whereas I'm just dealing with, with folks who, you know, they're, they're going to live, but you now they come to get put back together, to be balanced out, to uh, make them feel better. You know what I mean? So I guess I'm saying that Counting the days is not something that I typically do because even though my job is difficult sometimes, I I love it and it's rewarding and it's a positive environment. <clears throat> but there are days, I tell you what, towards like Wednesday, Thursday time frame, I'm like, oh, can we please push this week along, you know? Because you finally want to do what you want to do. You know, like... Yeah, I love my work. I enjoy the living that I make from it. I enjoy the flexibility the job offers. But it's not what I want to do in my free time. You know, this weekend I carved a couple pieces. I worked on that parrot. Added some color. Made a little bomb for my daughter's uh, bomb squad, quote-unquote, cheer. That's their, that's what they're called, the bomb squad, so. I took a little, a headboard that we couldn't get rid of. And it had these big friggin' bedpost balls on it, like a friggin', I don't know, eight inch diameter ball at the top. I cut them off, stuck a fuse looking thing in the top, and some uh, garland, red and red and uh, silver garland up top looks like a, a spark traveling down a fuse about to blow up this bomb like an old school bomb and you can see it depicted in the cartoons anyway so shifting gears there from the countdown we are back to school um, we're gonna it's gonna suck I, I mean I'm starting teaching today too teaching a doctorate class and next week I start up my face-to-face anatomy, so it's going to be, it's going to be stressful and and full days and weeks for the short term here, Um, we'll get through it, I wish everybody luck to your kids, if you're a teacher, best of luck, shift gears to uh, a Charles Bukowski book, I've been meaning to, you know, I see quotes about this guy all the time. Like, who the fuck is this guy? So he wrote a bunch of books, wrote a bunch of poems, actually quite a few books and poems. 
and there was one, I looked up, uh, it was on Goodreads, like, what's the best Bukowski book? And he said, some called Post Office, and this one's called Ham on Rye, and it's all about the kid growing up, and, or him, I guess, arguably, it's him growing up, but he's got a, a pseudonym, his, his character is Henry Chinaski, and he grew up in, in New York City, so he's talking about all, everything, classrooms, teachers, friends, bullies, uh, acne, and it's funny, and it's very unfiltered, I, I enjoy it, although I'm about ready for the first book to be over, because I, I get the point, he's telling all these stories about his youth, and there's also some wisdom in there, uh, and it's completely unfiltered, man. I mean, this guy is, he's speaking like a friggin' truck driver. He's, he's pretty raw, which I like that. I like raw. Some people will not agree. Okay. He's got some, uh. Here's some quotes from his book. Again, it's called Ham on Rye. I got it on YouTube just for free. There's a YouTube, uh, actually a reading of an Audible. The entire Audible product is there. Okay, so here we go. Yukowski. One of his quotes, he's, he says, The whole world is nothing but mouths and assholes swallowing and shitting, and fucking. And then he's talking about, I guess, kind of like anti-war sort of theme. He says, um, Commander to troops, do you want them to rape your wife and mother? Private, do you want them to rape your wife and mother? Which is, that's something that always seems to come up. You hear about real serious depictions of war and what war means. Yeah, that another another army, another, another culture would come and, and invade your, your land and, and, you know, uh, thwart your defenses and try to take what's yours, thinking about what's, what's truly yours or what is the heart, at the heart of a society, something valuable. And it always comes up that, uh, you hear about, um, rapings and, um, killings of, of women and children, which of course is absolutely terrible, but so I thought it was interesting that he was using that as an example, he was really overemphasizing a, this drill sergeant or whoever, this uh, military figure uh, calling for the youth to come in for this purpose and using that as like the ultimate, let me rile them up, let me, let me, um, convey to them why it is that they need to be so pumped up for this war effort. Do you want them to rape your wife, your your sisters and mothers, your grandmothers? Certainly compelling, right? Finally, they're talking about, he's talking about injustice relative to his growing up and the different characters 
involved, and he says, uh, people start thinking about injustice when it happens to them. And isn't that so fucking true? People start thinking about injustice when they finally have skin in the game, you know, when they, um, when they're finally touched by inequality or by, um, whatever. If it affects you, you give a big time shit about it. You know what I mean? That's why the world is kind of a, uh, is lacking so much empathy these days. It's evidence of that. Um, if it affected you, if it affected uh, straight white men, then there would be a whole lot of cries about uh, injustice. But when you don't feel the injustice, you don't see it. You don't acknowledge it. You don't do anything about it. You don't care about it. And I thought that that is... uh, an interesting perspective. Just one sentence. People start caring about injustice when it happens to them. It's so friggin' true. It's so simple. So simply put. And so true. So anyway, if you have any interest in kind of edgy, raw writing, humor of Charles Bukowski think there's a lot of philosophy in there as well. It's funny. You know, I don't know about you, but when I pick up a book, I, I'm i looking to laugh if I can, so I'm always looking for thoughtful, insightful, uh, funny books. And this one, again, happens to be a classic, so, or a classic, I don't know if you define it that, but it's it can be pulled up free on YouTube. So, might want to consider doing that. All right, I'm here at the office. Gotta get this baby jump started. Eat my breakfast, treat my patients, go home for lunch, and we're one day closer to the end of the week.